0: Hello, <laughs> two, two, hello, chat, two, chat. 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 Chat.
1: Chat. chat, Industry. <laughs> Industry <laughs> Industry <laughs> Industry Tactics.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Hi everybody and welcome back to Industry Tactics. Loving this podcast, I gotta say. Although I'm the host, it's my name is Friendly Rich, and I'm just loving where these adventures are taking me. This is uh, the the episode coming up is a talk I had with Kurt Swinghammer, somebody I've been trying to get on the podcast for years, and it only took a pandemic to help us uh, connect somehow and make it happen. Late night. This was a late night, late on a Thursday. Kurt and I chatted about all things related to his career, his adventures, um, some nice early Toronto stories, and and coming up all, he grew up all across Ontario, as you're going to learn in this episode. So buckle up, my chat with the legendary Kurt Swinghammer. explore our bodies it's a thursday night we're here with kurt swinghammer yo hi hey man good to see you nice to see you and hear you how are you
2: i'm keeping on keeping on you know we're uh lovely weather out right now it's being the top of uh, yeah almost summer i get it summer
0: yeah 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 and uh and you're at your studio. That's where we find you right now.
2: Well, this is uh, uh, my part of my art studio. Uh, I've got okay. a, a music room upstairs. We've kind of got a, a fairly big house, and uh, yeah. Uh-huh. But there, awesome, yeah. This is where I make art here.
0: Awesome, man. Awesome. I really, uh, I really. You, I've been wanting to interview you for a while because you're so fascinating to me. Like you're. <laughs> and your career just your the way you go between music and visual art and uh, you have such a beautiful artistic life it's really nice to 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 see it's really really nice to see and i'd like to learn a little more about your your story you know right yeah yeah so where do we start where do we start like how would you walk us through your life
2: oh uh, gee um i've just where does called- it all begin yeah, I've just I've, I've always done both. I didn't get yeah. a guitar until I was seven, but I was like just fascinated with making uh, art when I was a little mm-hmm. little kid. And mm-hmm. um, my my family wasn't uh, artistically inclined, or you know, that into culture. But for me, it just became uh, just a, a great escape and. Um, yeah, I just really gravitated towards it. Yeah. And where did you grow up? I was born in Newmarket, Ontario. Oh wow! Okay. okay. And my my dad was an OPP cop, so every few years he'd get a transfer uh, to another detachment if, if he got a promotion. So uh-huh. I bounced around Southern Ontario a lot, and uh, oh. yeah, we went to uh, Fort Erie. There's a, there's a yeah. You know, yeah. that, that was fascinating. Yeah. Right beside Buffalo. So that was kind of fascinating. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, then we went to Bowmanville. Uh, oh, wow. And we went went to New Castle, which uh-huh. is, you know, uh-huh. out towards Port Hope, you know.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah.
2: And then we went to Niagara Falls. And that's.
0: Oh my gosh. So you, you really were moving yeah, around. Moving around. And. Uh, and yeah. Where did you, where, where, I don't know, where did you spend like the most time? What's the most memorable of all those, those towns that you named?
2: Well, definitely Niagara Falls. Uh, yeah. Really interesting place. And, uh, Oh yeah. Yeah. Like really interesting. Um, that's when I really started focusing on playing guitar and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, did my first perform live performance there. And, uh, had a band there at one point and um, oh wow yeah i met like-minded souls there you know okay
0: yeah, yeah. and you're you're like a teenager in niagara falls then yeah that, that I, a cool vibe yeah, yeah. we
2: uh, yeah. i started driving uh i was 16 when we moved there so i said so, oh I,
0: you great
2: you know hanging yeah. out with these uh, ridiculous stoner dudes and we would yeah. hike and in, in like the uh geology around there is just remarkable right like people what you see as a tourist is just one f- little facet but, but mm-hmm. the the river itself carves out this incredible gorge uh-huh. and uh, that's where we would party and hang out and because okay. cops went okay. be over there you know
0: it was right right
2: and it was like pre sort cops.
0: cops being your dad yeah.
2: <laughs> well more like the Niagara regional but uh,
0: okay okay yeah, yeah right because your dad's OPP.
2: yeah he, they were more like uh you got it. Got it. Gangs and shit. Like wow.
0: That. Yeah, there was. What a- was that? What was that like growing up with a, an OPP father? For those of us not in Ontario or in Canada, that's yeah. the Ontario Provincial Police. So.
2: And that's the badge on Paul McCartney's uh, tunic of uh, Sergeant Pepper, right?
0: Um. Um. Little factoid I was not aware of. Thank yeah. you. Yeah.
2: Well, people thought it was a clue. In the photo, it looks like OPD, and people said officially pronounced dead.
0: Oh shit! But it's, oh, shit. I
2: recognized it immediately as OPP. Right?
0: And where do you think you would have re- gotten that? Just the well, like thrift store, or what?
2: No, I like. Well, my I never talked. I did. I never talked to my dad. He was just not accessible. He wasn't interested, and we never communicated ever. Uh, which, yeah, I mean, now that I'm a dad, I just find it totally fucking. Oh. But um,
0: oh wow, wow, he wow, did, wow!
2: He when the the Beatles first came to Toronto. They had the OPP as the motorcade, and my dad was Uh a a Harley Electrolight cop, and he was part of the motorcade that escorted from Malton Airport to the King Eddie, and then to the Maple Leaf Gardens. And so he and at the airport, he was savvy enough to get Paul and John's autograph on the same piece of paper, and then Mm. a a photographer from like the Telegram or the Globe and Mail took you know a pro photographer took a great shot of Paul in his pure Cardan drag yeah. giving yeah. my dad and his OPP dragon, his autograph. Oh. Yeah.
0: oh, so you, so you have that. Oh, photo. Yeah. That's gotta be, Oh yeah. Wow. That's beautiful. It was, what a story.
2: It was the coolest thing my dad ever did, you know?
0: <laughs> wow! Well, it sounds amazing. And, um, and so, th- I, okay, well that, there you go. There's a story that, that one, I'm trying to follow how we even got down that wormhole and I can't get, ba- get out. I can't get back out right so, i don't
2: know how we got there but
0: to, so, so you were saying you were you, you would smoke weed down near <laughs> n- near the gorge i think that's where we were and, yeah, and we, we, we fell into a wormhole there. yeah the cops would go there to bus folks well, or they wouldn't they wouldn't go there to They'd have to folks walk down like 200 people. feet yeah.
2: to,
0: right, to. right 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 smart you know and I mean, and we're getting into industry tactics the <laughs> podcast here so so you go down far enough they won't come follow you that's yeah. a, that's one tactic
2: all right <laughs> and I used to you know we used to jam down there we would I, mean, I used to have tabloids and I would sit out on a rock
1: by the rapids yeah. and and respond to
2: the this amazing river right which very oh, yeah. very powerful chaotic river yeah like you know yeah. and and yeah. Uh, yeah yeah so it Niagara Falls for me wasn't about uh, the tourist stuff. It okay. was about the wax museum
0: yeah. and how accessible yeah, yeah, okay. it was, you know. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. And when and when do you when do you find home in Toronto? When does that happen?
2: Where is my home?
0: No, I mean, when do you call Toronto home? When do you migrate to Toronto?
2: Oh, uh, like, 84.
0: 84, okay.
2: Yeah. yeah. And I moved into a great co-op place uh King and Jarvis with mm-hmm. five other musicians, including Tom Walsh, who he's a trombone player. Um okay. and he had a, he had a he was part of that okay. whole um scene with you know Bill Grove and all those cats, like, you know okay. a whole ton okay. of Greg Kirkland and
1: oh, great. all these people great.
2: were inspired by Ornette Coleman. And I wasn't okay. hip to that that music at all until I moved there. Okay. And then it, Mm-hmm. They were rehearsing, and all these bands: Nick Gotham and uh, mm-hmm. uh, Perry White, you know, and the Shuffle Demons guys, yeah. and
0: yeah, yeah, uh, yeah,
2: Holly Cole, you know, all, a whole scene wow. of, of jazz players.
0: They're all they're all. When you say co-op, they're not all living there, are they? Well, there were there were oh, no. five
2: or six people in this in two floors okay. above the Bombay Palace restaurant.
0: Oh wow! Great.
2: And uh, sort of a ro- rotating cast of characters. But I lived there for mm-hmm. seven years. It was. Wow. incredibly cheap rent and uh it was a. it introduced me to a lot of people that, that's how i got hooked up with yeah. shuffle demons and okay ended okay. up designing their their stuff their
0: their their stuff being like their suits or like yeah, their I did, artwork i did their album?
2: suits like um i did album covers i cool art directed a video out of my house mm. roach was a, a video i art directed and well, every well. once in a while they, they still tap me to do stuff <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah that's 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 the beauty of this isn't it is like you know all, forming all of these relationships and i i just look at your biography and i think that's what this is all hinged on is like this this giant family of eccentric weirdos and and beautiful songwriters and musicians and it just it, it's pretty your universe is large eh when it comes to
2: well you know, and you're you're yeah. creating this archive of so many interesting people with all these interviews and, and that's pretty significant. And when, when I, you know, I, I don't, I haven't been listening to anyone's podcast, but I thought, Oh, I better yeah. check out what you, you're up to. And it's, Oh right man, on. there's like, you know, John Oswald is, you know, like it was yeah, fascinating yeah. to go through it. And then the number of people's, Oh, I, I produced one of their tracks or I, I did there right, with right. them. And you know, I played New York city with, the, you know, like it was amazing right to go through so many people and some folks that yeah. I, I had not met, but, uh, it, you're establishing a, a really significant archive there.
0: That's cool, man. I mean, that's that's the idea is trying to connect the dots and um, and shine a light on 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 so many unique artists and 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 you're you're right in there doing this and it's uh so admirable what you've what you've managed to etch out in the way on both sides. I gotta say, like on the way of your visual art and your music and and what's fun is that you blur those lines is like, I guess it's whoever you're talking to. You, you you go first, you lead, you lead with, with who you're talking to, but do you call yourself a guitarist, a singer songwriter, or is it, is it more like a a visual artist at times? What, what, yeah. What, what comes first right. or does it even matter? It doesn't matter. Does it?
2: Well, it does, it's all the, pretty much all the same to me. You're
0: creative. Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah. But in the, uh, when I came to Toronto, I thought, "Oh, I better be able to describe <laughs> what I do." And so I came up with "cultural engineer."
0: As oh shit,
2: you know, and that was just a funny yeah. thing—play on like domestic <laughs> engineer. If you were, you know, if all you did was clean your house or whatever. But um, <laughs> and then yeah. I, 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 that became the, the uh, name for my label because I started putting out independent cassettes as soon as I got here. So everything, oh yeah, everything came out on Cultural Engineering. But I liked it. Just I like recently that. though, for I guess um I am putting out a new record soon. Mm-hmm. And I just mm-hmm. Googled cultural engineering just on a lark yeah. to see what's happened. And in in the 20 years or thirty years, whatever it's been, there is yeah. a lot yeah. of cultural engineering out there in the world. <laughs>
1: oh, oh,
0: so it's now a thing. <laughs> it's
2: now a thing. And it's Oh cool. It's well it's cool, but it's almost at the point it's like I can't use that as a name anymore. You know, it's like it's, Oh my god. Yeah, it's too Commonplace now, but at the time it was interesting, I'd never heard it the two words put together, and uh, right,
0: right, right, right.
2: But in, yeah, I you know, in the art world, people say multi discipline artist, which sounds a little interesting, something, but um, I've always done both, and then within both worlds, I do I try to balance commercial and personal stuff, you know, And and the commercial stuff pays for living. And yeah. and the personal yeah. stuff is artistic expression, and I don't have any expectations of making money off it. Try to right. keep that kind right. of this pure that way.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got it, got it, got it. And um, okay, so let, let's back up. Let's go back to when you first moved to Toronto in eighty four. Right. What what brought you to Toronto in eighty four? Was it school or or no?
2: I had gone to OCA for a couple of years, uh, but oh. I I didn't really connect with it that much. Okay. But the, the the amazing thing for me about, I expected to, to learn a lot about, you know, painting and drawing, but it just, I felt like I already knew what I wanted to do, or yeah. it just yeah. really connect with. And socially I'm, I can be quite awkward and shy, especially back then, I guess. And okay I just okay. didn't hook up with you know, a scene there. But okay. Okay. I did, I took a course called um, 20th Century Music. And uh-huh. I had, I just thought, yeah, I got to I don't know anything about 20th century music because you know, when you, you open up a That's history. That's so book,
0: important. Yeah. You know,
2: yeah. yeah. There's, you can see the, the person you can, you can read about them, but there were, and those days there was no like click a button and hear the track. Right. Yeah. So I, I was clued out about that whole world and this yeah. one course just opened it all up. Like, and then John Cage okay. came to talk Yeah. and he did a gig at the music gallery. So, I started going to the music gallery, which was right around the corner, and yeah. that became like just it opened my world up. You know,
0: was that the rich? Was it on Richmond back then? No,
2: it was on St. Patrick.
0: St. Patrick. Okay. And now
2: it's a condo and, there.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. That was her first. And, uh, and, uh, and 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 Cage spoke at OCA. Yeah,
2: he did a, a, a talk, oh. and cool. you know, I, it was. Yeah incredible like I, I i was so into it and then this teacher just exposed us to that that whole mm-hmm. world you know of of starting with stravinsky and then going right up yeah. to to all the you know all the isn't it fun Stockholm
0: isn't that land. fun that, that that would be taught at at a at an art school eh? and how important it's like the most one of the most moving one of the things that it was deeply moved you was that like i love that I yeah love
2: that. And they also had a, a very small recording studio, like a four-track. And okay. uh, they had a, yeah. an EMS synthesizer and a, a mm-hmm. reel-to-reel. And oh, wow. I took that course and that was my first chance to multitrack. Great. And the, really? Yeah. yeah. The, the, the only rule was you couldn't record songs. You couldn't record a, a folk song or a pop song. That's,
0: that's a fucking awesome rule. Yeah. They should have that rule <laughs> in in more studios.
2: Yeah. right. So, <laughs> uh, I ended up doing a piece of like wiggling paper and ripping paper yeah. and crumpling paper to get sound. Great, great. And great. So great. it was just it was so liberating, you know.
0: Who who taught that course?
2: Michael Page. Okay. He's, as far as I know, he's still an active guy. But um, cool. Yeah, I, I think he, he name, used to live great. on the on the island.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. Awesome.
2: Mark awesome. Gaines oh, wow. was from Martha the Muffins. Was the was, wow, was there engineering? Wow, yeah, <laughs> he, knew, he knew how to use the EMS.
0: Wow, you know, wow. and and, he, and do you finish at OCA or do you no, do, not, does it matter? Yeah. It doesn't matter
2: if if you're connecting with it and you're you yeah. know, social and you, and you can yeah. make it work, fantastic. But yeah. I, I was I ran out of money too, and my, my parents yeah. wow. weren't supporting me that way, you know, like so. I had to okay. I paid my own way by selling art, but I, I ran out of money.
0: Wow, wow. Wow, man, it's he- that's heavy. And are your parents still with us, or no?
2: They're both gone.
0: Oh, um, okay. I'm sorry to hear that. Oh, well, well, that's uh, yeah, that's 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 heavy. That the, so you're so you're 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 figuring it out yourself, essentially, trying to trying to make ends meet, and you just decide, you know what, I don't need this.
2: Yeah, it just it was, um, yeah, it just seemed obvious to me that it wasn't uh, where mm-hmm. I needed to be, and I, I didn't. Yeah. Though it, you know, I focused on, on learning, like I'm self-taught in, in everything really. Like I, I don't, yeah. You know, yeah. I'm illiterate yeah. musically. I, I taught myself how to play guitar and stuff.
0: Great. Great. I love that. I love that. You know, the one thing I'm realizing the more of these I do is like, we're all highly educated. Like every fucking day we're here, we're, we're getting more of it, you know, and it, it doesn't really matter. It's all, whether it's formal or informal, we're right. getting it. Right. And what the fuck is literacy anyway? You know, it's just a way of just communicating. Yeah. And get and getting the job done, and you're getting the job done. Well, and, you know, I, yeah, I, yeah. I
2: think when when I was younger, I did look to examples. You know, Paul McCartney, for instance, who's famously okay. illiterate, and but he had George Martin right. inside <laughs> to yeah, well, write sure. this shit
0: right. Sure.
2: And I thought, well, you know, I I, I never took music in high school because I thought, oh, I want to take industrial arts so I could oh, use yeah. drill presses and go. all. That. And
0: Great, good for you. i have always price. been
2: interested in industrial design.
0: Yeah. Um,
2: So you couldn't take both music and industrial arts, right? Yeah. But yeah, so yeah. the at one point I started getting calls to do like guitar sessions, and if it was if it was a singer songwriter, no problem. Yeah. But I started getting a few jingles and TV things okay. and stuff.
0: Oh, okay. And I'd
2: okay. show up and the guy would throw his chart at me. And I was like, uh, I don't read. And yeah. it would yeah. be so much pressure to nail yeah. tricky things. And I, I, yeah. it was good for my ears to try to remember. But yeah. I realized, yeah. oh, man, this is why you need to, if you want to do this type of game. you see. got to read. Okay. It. So okay. That, okay. That
0: it's That's of, cool. I like that. I like that. I like, I like that story that it's, I mean, it it definitely has its place and I'm not shitting on, I mean, get get the most education you can dear listeners, you know? Um, because as, as Kurt just painted that picture, he's a painter. And it's like, if you go into certain scenarios and you don't and, and you maybe don't have that, you may not. So, so what happened in, in some of those scenarios? Did you, make it to the end and succeed or or were there moments of like yeah we 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 can't do this well I, i'm a pretty fat were there are moments of snobbery
2: well i i did i didn't get a lot of callbacks from those people that's let's put it that okay. way but i i made okay. it through this. Sesh, you know yeah um, yeah yeah and there, and there's been many cases where like i did a, i got really uh wrapped up in in film and tv music for yeah. quite a while right. and okay. it, it really took over and every once in a while, you get the luxury of, of people go, well, we want real strings. And you go, oh, yeah. great. But then right. I'd have to hire someone to write out what okay. my MIDI okay. part was or
1: whatever. Look, look,
0: you know, I mean, I still maintain it's the uniqueness of the voice. It's not how you're getting it down. R- and and you, you found a way. So who was your George Martin? Well, George Martin? George Martin? Well not George I, Martin, right?
2: Yeah, George Martin. He he did string arrangements and stuff for the Beatles.
0: Who, who was yours in, in terms of producers? I see you worked a lot with um now I'm gonna have a hard time with his last name, so you're you'll help me <laughs> out. Michael, I'll get his first name. Yeah, Michael
2: Philip Voyavoda. Voyavoda,
0: Voyavoda. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I first worked He's a
0: beautiful producer. Oh yeah. yeah.
2: No, he was the go-to. And um in eighty-six I joined Vital Signs, which was Quite a concern at on Queen Street. Like, okay, that's the band that Glenn Miltrum, who's now in yeah a million band, Blue rodeo Blue yeah, Blue Rodeo is is yeah a big one. Um I opened for them, and uh, oh, oh. they the next week they Glenn said, "Hey man, do you want to join our band? We our guitarists mm. split." Mm. And I wanted to play with Glenn because he is incredible, incredible wow. drummer.
1: That's and, fun.
2: Yeah. So uh, we recorded a, an album out at uh, Grant Ave in, in Hamilton and okay. Michael Phillip was the producer. Okay. I, I had met him. He used to tech at the at music gallery and I, I met him uh, there. Mm-hmm.
1: But
2: this was the first time I had to work with him. And I just, I t- just dug him. And so he's kind of been my go-to guy to work with, but not in an arrangement capacity or, uh, more just like recording mm. and mixing.
0: Okay. You know? Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. I, I okay. tend to, yeah. Yeah.
2: I'm, I'm more, more often than not produce my own stuff. Um, but there was one album that he produced because we had a grant. I could afford to pay him as producer. Yes.
0: And who, and who helps you in, in, on the strings front. If, if, if well, you have that luxury.
2: I mean, uh, there's one like, I, I can write that stuff in, okay. like, and use MIDI, you know.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah.
2: And then just painstakingly write it out or hand it over to somebody. Like, Kevin Fox, yeah. I remember I, I got him to, okay. to do that one time. Mm-hmm. And, uh,
0: oh, that's great. Yeah. it's great. And do you do a lot of, um, so, so you're immersing in that scene, you're meeting, You're meeting the John Oswalds, the Ron Sexsmiths, the you know uh, Mary Margaret O'Hara's. Like you're you're right tapped in there when when Toronto's like kind of well, kind of starting to find its footing, I guess.
2: Well, I I, 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 Ron and I. Ron is from St. Catharines when I was living in in Niagara Falls, and Mm -hmm. uh, we had a mutual friend who uh, worked at the local music shop and had a studio had a, a the, the first 16 track studio, Rod I Morrison. See. And um, so he said, Oh man, you, you got to check this shit out by r- this guy, this young kid, Ron Sexsmith." And he uh-huh. played me this tape and I was like, wow, that guy likes the kinks. I, I, I At that point, uh-huh. I'd never heard anybody sound remotely like the kinks. So I, uh-huh. I was really fascinated. And uh-huh. then shortly after that, in like 1982, Ron and I were uh-huh. on a, a little tiny gig out in Fort Erie as a, like an anti-bomb, oh. it was a peace march kind of thing.
0: Yeah, yeah. And yeah. when he
2: started playing, I got the biggest shiver down my spine. Oh. And so we became friends immediately because I just oh, loved his gosh. music. And I produced his first uh, cassette, you know, and I think in '86 oh, wow. or so. Because I, was, you're,
0: you're you're children at that point, right? Like how how well, young are you? In-
2: well, yeah, When I did that, I. Uh, late 20s uh okay. when i did that okay I, i'm okay a bit older okay. than ron and uh i was doing these homemade diy cassette yeah. things you know and, and th- wow, man. Wow. you know wow. like and i would yeah I, I got to. a review in an option op magazine once and, uh yeah you know, the nerve wow. would, would review or in you know see, see mm. if and why played one song once on streets of ontario so in those days, it just yeah. felt like if you did something like that, there's a chance you're gonna it's gonna be picked up somewhere, yeah. you know. Yeah,
0: yeah. 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 But yeah. now it's totally it's it, so
2: different. Times.
0: It's very different now, eh? Yeah. Like, I mean, yeah, you're talking about a, just like I don't know, I don't know. It, like, it's 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 a I admire that. I admire that. Like, just the hope in in creating something and then right. just seeing. Like, I think we all do that, right? It's like yeah. okay, let's just see. Let's just see if anyone will listen. Right. I'm going to yell into this this side of the tube and see right. if it comes up the other side, right? Sure. And, yeah. But, I, yeah.
2: Something I just thought it was kind of like, uh, you know, like a, almost like a, a yard sale. You make, you, you know, home cooking. You, you make your cookies. You put them out in a yard sale. And, and if somebody in there the neighborhood go. buys it, great.
0: There you go. You
2: yeah. yeah. I, I'd sell and, a couple and, hundred copies, you know.
0: And do you find your, your 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 kook family that way? Like, <laughs> yeah. did it happen?
2: Yeah, I mean, I you know, I used to gig, and uh, I think you did. <laughs> well, you know, it made some friends. I can tell you, the yeah. First time I met uh, Oswald, I oh. went to the music gallery in the afternoon, and I'd always mm. go there just to grab posters of all the events because there were so such interesting designs and yeah. such an yeah. uh, exotic world, right? And, okay. you'd, you know, you'd go to see the CCMC and there'd be like three other people in the audience, you know, it was, yeah, 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 but yeah, Oswald yeah. was sort of minding the shop one day. And mm-hmm. I said, yeah, you know, I'm, uh, from uh, Niagara Falls. And, mm-hmm. and he said, well, come on in. And he played me some records and stuff. Right. And so the next time he had a gig, I, I came up to see you played with, uh, uh, Henry Kaiser and they just did oh, this wow. improv thing. Mm-hmm. And I'd never seen anybody play guitar like Henry Kaiser you
0: know yeah sure
2: and i went home and i just made like noise for the next year you know it's i just
1: oh, just oh.
2: improv the biggest rackety noise i could possibly make you know wow, it, it was like wow. it, it was like seeing a jackson pollock painting yeah played oh but, wow. you know it was amazing
0: what were some of the weirder bands you were in like did you did did that start making its way to Some of the acts that you were playing in, like, yeah, I've
2: always had had some improv uh, aspect. Yeah, Um, the one in Toronto, like in in Niagara Falls, I had a bunch of the nerve wrackers, and we would just we perform at the Niagara Artist Center, which was the only place I could do my thing. Okay, artist run center. I I was, I had, I was working there sort of as an assistant to cool spot, eh? really, yeah. And you know, like I got gigs that way too, like artists would come in and i would say yeah I, I can open for you or whatever and then they would say hey, okay yo, okay
1: like
2: come and play at the rivoli because we're going to open up we're going to do a show at the rivoli that sort of thing okay but okay. um in toronto i started a little thing with uh, my roommate tom walsh and it was called generic electric and we would just yeah, here we go just make up shit right
0: you just went for yeah. it yeah, yeah. yeah. no, no yeah. script
2: and we would play yeah. uh, it, um things like an uh, electric fan Or you know, there we go. Sort of like things that people use for other purposes, but we
0: make it into so that that uh, that OCA course really affected you. Oh, for sure. Yeah,
2: Yeah. my first performance was completely improv with tape loop and film loop and and just just winging it. You know,
0: awesome, awesome. Uh, Let's let's cut to some of your music. Let's play Falling Star.
2: Oh yeah, that's well, that's an older tune. I just threw it up there mm. uh, from the, uh, it's from a sort of like a concept album about Valentina Tereshkova, the first woman in space. Ah. And the whole piece is an hour long uh, with, is all the songs Beautiful. bleed into one another.
0: Oh, that's cool. And, and that's called, that's Vostok six.
2: That's the capsule that she went up in around the oh. earth. And uh, the funny thing was when she went up there, JFK was assassinated So, all the media attention in North America went to that. Well, she was up there spinning around and no one kind of cared. But you never really got the. But the the funny, the the, the art joke behind it all uh, Mm -hmm. was that I was going up with a girl of Russian descent and we broke up. So, Valentina leaving the earth was a a metaphor for this girl leaving me. (laughs) So that's.
0: Oh, here it comes now. This is Falling Star from Kurt Swinghammer's 2000 release Vostok 6. Heaven in that tune man that's really beautiful stuff um where where was that recorded at
2: i vostok was done on adats at home
0: okay oh yeah wow
2: yeah so i couldn't see the the wave files right
0: right you know like
2: i don't know how how it. yeah
0: yeah Yeah, yeah, now
2: everything you're looking you go okay there's mountain range cut there and there's a lot of uh, really? It's Uh pretty tight editing going on. with
0: Yeah, there is. And then yeah.
2: Michael Phillip mixed it at his home. He had a, a digital desk right. at his home. And uh, there's a few guests on it. Uh, Tyler Stewart from the Naked Ladies uh, does oh. a, a hilarious throw. Oh, and uh, Mark Daly, the voice of City TV.
0: Holy shit. He does a yeah. throw
2: on it. I wrote out a thing for him. And wow. he came over and I was doing a lot of work for City TV, a lot of visual, a lot of music stuff. Okay. And uh, right. You know, TV themes and stuff like that. So he he was aware of who I was, but he just came over and he read my script once. And luckily, I pressed record because it was like he nailed it, right?
0: Incredible. Yeah, he was so incredible. And there's I love this Maury Lafoy
2: on bass on one song, but it's mostly who is sorry, sorry, Maury Lafoy. He became a part of my band and he's a He's an amazing bass player, and I've worked with him okay. a lot over the years. Right
0: on, right yeah. on. And who else? Were you um, it was those?
2: mostly uh, drum machine and uh, okay. crazy guitars, and
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. A
2: Moog synth. Uh, that uh, fun. I, I, I had. I, yeah, I've had a Moog since '81, and wow. uh, it's yeah, it's an amazing instrument.
0: Man, I. Uh... It's fun, though, hearing these stories about, like, a little Mark Daly here, a little Tyler Stewart there. Like, you, I don't know, man, you, you've you made a lot of friends, it seems. And and you, you were in, I just want to get a, a pulse for, like, the city of Toronto as you've seen it mature over over the last, since 84, essentially. <laughs> so the last, how many years, right? Yeah. 24?
2: Yeah, well, no, this, math is bad. no this is like 36 i guess or 38 i was, I was, I it's, I was close it's crazy.
0: Yeah, I, was, I was close um but like do you do you so are you're in with the city tv crowd you're doing things there too you said well that was yeah. that that whole
2: yeah. thing has changed
0: oh sure sure but i'm talking about when it's in its prime like yeah. when it's when it's actually when it means something it's trash now like you yeah, I would assume that. You, I hope you're not affiliated with it now.
2: No, there's, there's nothing like, going on that I can yeah, access. Trash. But, but at the point, yeah. know, back then, yeah, like the reaestatics would get on. You know, like
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. It yeah.
2: was accessible. Yeah, and uh, yeah. like it was really. And when they had the video awards, I would do the theme music and and decorations and shit. Like and now, it's like just it's like Sick. TV. You know, it's like
0: so you were doing like set design and yeah, and, I've done that. And, 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 and music theme, You're yeah. The music themes, wow. Yeah. That's like, like talk about a diverse uh, palette. So, so was that with much music then, or is yeah, that much, more like, a,
2: yeah, much? And I, you yeah. know, I, I had uh, Moses would that's call true. me in yeah. to do a, you know, a, a theme yeah. for a show and stuff. Wow. Um, wow. But it, it was a, a very great time for to Queen Street to have that mass media, you know, so accessible. I think so you know?
0: Yeah. 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 One
2: one great, one of my favorite gigs of all time Mm. at Much Music, uh, Joni Mitchell uh, did an instrument and interactive, and they gave me the call to do the set design for that. And I've just been a huge Joni fan right from, you know, Court and Spark on. It was just like, she's such a, her guitar playing really influenced my acoustic playing. Yeah. And yeah. up, so I had a chance, you know, she was there for the dress rehearsal. So I had a chance to mm. chat, you know, it's just a, oh, kind of a dream man. come true. And I got, I, but I also took all my song books and got them autographed. And,
0: you know. <laughs> you, you are like father, like son, right? <laughs> right. You're, you're, um, how do you get that call? That's not, not everyone's getting that call to, to do that set design. So had you worked up, like, I'm trying to just understand how you kind of built up this career as a visual artist and, and musician uh, kind of they run parallel these two careers like there's one doesn't surpass the other they're both fascinating equally like it's how do you get that call to do set design for Joni Mitchell's Intermittent and Interactive
2: well a, a big breakthrough for me was uh, art directing the Maestro Fresh West videos uh, uh-huh. Uh-huh. uh let your backbone slide and uh, the other big ones. that's you yeah and they're very graphic and um that blew up at much music it was the most requested video of all time and it was local and uh it it ushered in the era of of hip-hop being the dominant pop
0: form and and what was your what was your role in that video did you direct it
2: no i no it was art director yeah it was directed by joel goldberg who had a gig at much at the time he was directing some shows and he, okay. but he did the Shuffle Demons, and so I became his kind of go-to mm. art director, and um, mm. and so he, he said, "Yeah, let's do this this hip hop kid," and I had mm. no like, I had no idea who he was. Nobody knew who he was. But when we right. showed up on set, there was like 200 mm. kids dying mm. to get in, and it was like, okay, mm. there's something going on here because usually yeah. you have to beg people to show up to be a dancer in a video. Right. And that Gosh. shit blew up and it won the Juno and it won the Much Music mm-hmm. Award. And so yeah. I, I think I was just in the good books and uh, cool. represented a a new hip hop vocabulary. And I think people were wow. disappointed when this white kid showed up on set sometimes because they, they thought it would be much right. cooler.
0: <laughs> oh, no, no. You're, 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 you're cool. You're, you're just cool enough. And, and so that, that, so you, were you immersed in that, in, in hip hop culture, uh, or was it more of a, you, 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 it was your style in the, in, in the mix, in that video that kind of gave it a, a uniqueness and, and helped it kind of pop. It's yeah, all but, part of the same formula, I guess.
2: Yeah. It, it just seemed to fit. Um, mm-hmm. I, I mm-hmm. wasn't trying to cop any uh, vocabulary that I'd, Seen, got it like you know in new york graffiti or anything like that
1: okay it just kind of okay.
2: it just kind of worked and yeah. uh, that led to art directing commercials and things so like i'd get a call for like wow. post honeycomb with mc hammer refraction cards inside and they would say yeah we want that hip-hop look that you do and it's like okay i'm just gonna do my thing but it's do you think yeah. it's hip-hop great fantastic oh, oh and or, or oh. did one for some kind of running shoe you know that was like Kicks and it was all hip hop music, but I, I didn't really, I did, I wasn't intentionally doing anything to, to resemble that right, uh, the 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 graffiti component, yeah. but you know it's it's gestural and it just yeah uh, it worked and then you know another artist came up and said oh it was um, Michi Me Mi. said oh I don't mm-hmm. want to use that guy because it's that's he did oh. the you know or I didn't right. do the Dream Warriors because. I was too associated with Meister.
0: <laughs> that's that's isn't it funny? All of a sudden, you're the you're the thing they you know what I mean. You're the norm. Yeah. Like in a way, in a way, that's that's got to feel weird, awkward.
2: I did the, the dance cave, uh, which was the top of the inside the uh, Lee's Palace. Runt did the the outside. Uh, yeah,
0: Runt did the, the outside. I did that's that. And you,
2: I, I did the. Uh, Behind the stage, there's photographs of Nirvana playing in, in front of my oh. my my logo. I did the Leeds Palace logo and all those great bands played there. But upstairs, yes. there's this dance club called the Dance Cave. And Fiona yeah. and I both actually shared it. We I did one while she did the other.
0: I see. And there's okay. a scene
2: okay. in a dreadful movie that I've never seen with Tom Cruise called Cocktail. And they shot it in the Dance Cave. So my mural shows up <laughs> behind Tom Cruise at one point. <laughs>
0: there's that's a that's a thrill that must have been a thrilling moment eh?
2: well somebody told me really and i've never seen the film but
0: oh yeah yeah uh, neither i but now i might have to go back and look so that's that's it's incredible it's incredible but it really is like creating the city like like when we think of artists and you you know what i mean like just the importance of of that like is there's not enough of that uh, you, you know but it really adds to the obvious face of the city is yeah. that we have incredible unique artists helping define it you know or leave oh. their print their mark on it and valuing that like you know even the Sam the Record Man sign right. seeing it like fucking thrown all the way up where it is now yeah, uh, to, to where it was it's like this, all this shit really matters you know
2: well sam's was i did a lot of gigs for sam's um yeah that was the first record store i ever went into when I was a little kid about a record and then one day wow. jason, jason snyderman gave gives me a call and said hey man like can you do a version of our sign and that lit yeah yeah i, yeah. I designed the store bag i did a oh, font wow. that was used for like it's you know r&b and folk was all written in this font that i created and
0: how did he? How did Jason know about you? Was it just through the well, scene? I, I, is this,
2: I, I was getting a fair amount of uh, media attention and yeah, articles yeah. and shit. You know,
0: evidently, evidently. Yeah, yeah the, it seems. Is it? Is it one thing leads to another with your career? Like, do you really? F- do you feel that? Like, what has has allowed you to really kind of um, just? sustain it or or a kind of evolve your work over the years is it has it been one thing leads to another i know yeah. you didn't get the call back for uh <laughs> for, for that one jingle gig but you seem like you get so many calls back right
2: well i had a, i've had a bit of a heyday with with uh getting a lot of stuff and honestly it came out of doing um work that i would donate and and do just oh, yeah? like i did a lot of uh, uh, promotional material for CKLN, you know, ah, pivotal, ah, ah. important radio station, downtown Toronto. Yeah.
0: Yep, yep, yep.
2: There's no fees, but I just thought, oh man, I want to contribute to this.
1: Right. And then,
2: right. The, you know, there'd be like 10,000 CKLN shirts walking around Toronto. I'd see one every time I went out, I'd seen yeah, my thing. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. so it resonated. It made me feel at home. That's cool. And then other that's people cool. would go, oh, that's the, that's a cool image. I want to want that for my, like even the CBC called me to say we we'd love what you're doing. Can you do something for our show, The Entertainers? You know, like things would lead that way often.
0: Hmm. And um. And so. So so all these years doing it, like, why don't we get into? Why you keep doing it? What what do you what do you love? You obviously love this life, this creative life, right? Like what what do you love most about it? Like what what is it that keeps you going in it?
2: Well, I, it's really all I can do. That at this point, that's but the re, the reward mm-hmm. is uh, doing stuff that you don't know how what you're doing and figuring it out. So there's oh. always those challenges. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, right now I'm, I'm doing some new content with painting and it's, it's always a challenge to, f- to figure out how to do it perfectly or, you know, or, yeah. Yeah. so that's rewarding. And, and I, you know, selling work is, feels great knowing that it's getting mm-hmm. out there and I don't have to store it, you know, <laughs> like mm-hmm. storing work mm-hmm. is the one thing they don't teach you at art college. What do you do <laughs> with the shit that doesn't sell? Right. There's no course oh. called that. I should probably right. have a course, you know, because that's, that's the challenge. Yeah. Right,
0: right right, right, um, right,
2: right. and I'm right, right now I'm doing a, a a little piece of music for Avi Lewis, who's now living out in BC and he's running, uh-huh. you know, uh-huh. to be an MP out there. Uh-huh. And wow. and uh, it's like so the challenge is like you're just at the service of, of what wow. they need. It's not about your yeah. your your preferences or your you know your style of music they he needs something very specific and so yeah, that's yeah, a challenge yeah. to re- that's fun. Kind of repress that's fun. your instincts almost to be yeah. just at the yeah. service of that you
0: know? right 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 and it's such a skill to do that right to shape it and 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 give something that may not be your instinctual life you know yeah yeah it's great that's great um that's cool, man. And there's so there's still like projects that come up and collaborations. And uh, yeah, the phone keeps ringing, right? The phone well, keeps ringing.
2: Yeah, it's the, the my 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 line always was, you know, what do you do? Well, I answer the phone. Yeah, I yeah. I, I don't you know yeah. I answer the phone, and yeah. how can you say no to a gig, right? Like because you you never mm-hmm. know if you're going to get another gig. So I said yes a lot to gigs. Yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah
0: yeah and how has um the what have you learned over this pan these pandemic times kurt like hmm. what you know well, i I, I, I know you were gigging a lot with communism yeah, leading we, leading up and yeah.
2: then don in communism um mm-hmm. which is a, a re, officially a quartet because we we have a, a visual person uh mm-hmm. who does projections and like serious oh, yeah. high-end like
0: that's great of, that that's a member of the band too yeah good,
2: good Craig small he's fact and this cat is like you know when you watch tv and you see a, a promo for the the olympics it's craig small yeah. like he's pro but he, oh, wow. he wow. loved the wow. band started wow. coming to gigs fucking a started showing up with some gear it's like dude yeah Sick. he's amazing wow. but and don we've good. got a a new thing uh like i replaced paul Linkladder. Mm-hmm. He was the first guitarist. And I used to play right. in Paul's band with, with Doug. Right. right? Oh yeah. Doug Friesen. Yeah. And I, sure. I, I, when I started looking through your thing, I realized, Oh, it's all yeah. Doug Friesen based all your interviews.
0: So, so a lot of them were. Yeah. <laughs> there was a, there was a phase there. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah.
2: So, uh, yeah. But yeah, yeah communism, yeah. we were playing every week, uh, sometimes twice a week, even.
1: Yeah. And yeah. Yeah.
2: that it really got my chops up. I was playing better than I ever had. Like, Cause it's right all the time. Right. And we okay. didn't have to rehearse. It was it was great, uh, but so I really miss that. But mm-hmm. we've, uh, as a band, we've uh, recorded in the meantime, and we've done mm-hmm. uh, another person's album. Kind of become the backup band for another person's project. Mm-hmm. I, I wrote and recorded an album, uh, and uh, wow. yeah. Wow. So I mean, I, I've been busy. I've been yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the it making art is often a solitary pursuit anyway. So mm-hmm. uh mm-hmm. it hasn't been that much different, you know,
0: yeah. recording, yeah. Yeah.
2: recording with communism was, was difficult, but uh, mm-hmm. we just kind of did it separately at home, you know?
0: Okay. Okay. Yep. Got it. Got it. Well, Hey, let, let's listen to another one of your okay. tunes. Perfect. Let's listen to uh she needed more loops. This is from <laughs> another, another, but like, Man, what what a beautifully crafted song! Can you oh. can you set this up? It it takes me back to your uh, loop making days. Okay, I, I guess. Well,
2: this is yeah. a, bit, it's a bit of a story for this. It was uh, recorded mostly out at the uh, National Music Center in Calgary.
0: Oh yeah, right. Yeah. I saw, that. I, and saw I, that.
2: I I was the the first kind of a guinea pig artist in residence.
0: Oh, good for you.
2: Uh, where I was allowed to to record there for a week, and so. <sighs> I thought Getting well, for, candy shops. first thing yeah. I'm gonna take Michael Phillip out because
0: oh, I, I want wow. a
2: hardcore engineer.
0: Yeah, good for you. you good know? for you. See? I want
2: to print this shit like it's best yeah. it can. And yeah. I thought I don't wanna I don't wanna take a chance and improv and not come up with anything. So I wrote mm-hmm. everything in advance.
0: And oh, God. Well, um, good for you. Good for you.
2: It's if, if prepared. people prepared if people don't know the, the National Music Center has a world class like the
0: tonto they look, right yeah.
2: yeah they've got tonto now they've got
0: incredible
2: yeah. collection of vintage yep. gear and yep. i thought if i get to work with this i want to do something that's about that gear and my uh way i worship oh. it
1: so yeah well, 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 every
2: well. song on this album it was it was done after my mother died i wanted to write about something oh. about my mother mm-hmm. and the only piece of music i ever played when i was living with my mother uh-huh. That she responded to was uh, Eno's music for airports. And oh, I see. she came down and she said, Oh, this is interesting. What is this? And she'd never asked me anything about music before, ever.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Well, well. And
2: then decades go by when my, da- my dad died, I was DJing at his funeral and I played music for airports. Oh, and yeah. after the funeral, she said, What was that music you were playing? And she hadn't heard it. For decades,
1: oh, 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 oh.
2: and so I thought, oh, she isn't that fascinating. So when she died, oh, yeah. I was playing music for airports when she was dying.
0: Oh my gosh, well that's heavy. And so it's heavy.
2: The album I thought it's got to be about Eno, and which I've always wanted to. He's you know kind of yeah. number two or whatever in my my list of heroes. And yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I thought I, I analyzed one song off of uh, Another Green World, which is my favorite album and mm-hmm. i took there's two songs that share the same chord sequence mm-hmm. so i took that chord sequence and did as many variations and of it as i could so every song on another another is based on that dna and oh, used nice. some of the gear that he would have used you know like some of the vintage yeah. stuff that yeah, right, out right, there right, yeah right
0: and that, that was all made out there then that record eh all made most guitar. of it i did most of it yeah i
2: think the the crazy yeah. guitar sounds i did here Okay, but okay. A lot of, this, of it. a lot of this, a lot of this track is one of those um, Mattel uh, keyboards that you pop in the, the, the floppy, yeah, uh, vinyl. Uh, what is it? Oh, uh, Octagon.
0: Oh, great! Great. There's a,
2: this crazy toy keyboard, but the loop that you hear is from an Octagon.
0: Uh, I was, I was wondering, well, it take, it it really, you, you can hear the adventures here, Sonic Adventures with Kurt Swinghammer. This is, she needed more loops. (laughs) What?
1: What? 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 What?
2: What's with him? What's with that?
1: analysis reveal otherwise
0: concealed by appearances. What do we see with mythology or personality Man, it, it definitely sounds like a kid in a candy shop, right? <laughs> it must have been a joyous time. Like, it's awesome. Going out to Calgary to make a record with your friend coming along. Yeah. Like, what What a what a memory that must have been, right? It
2: was fantastic. We, we got a lot done. I recorded thirty-five different crazy instruments, like wow. things you like. They, their theremin is from nineteen twenty-eight. It's Leo Theremin's real. RC, deal. The first run from RCA, you know, from the twenties. Okay, okay. And they had like okay, wow. they're, they're geared. and like
0: yeah. They, yeah. you
2: see some sense. You go, oh yeah, Roland, whatever. But the guy go, yeah, this is the one on Thriller.
0: Yeah, right, right, you right, know, right, <laughs> right, guy, right, okay. right, 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 right. And I mean to go there, and and so this album is reflecting on on your mom's life. Yeah, or what? Like, like it's
2: yeah, it's all about my nice. mom. And uh, wow, man. I, I wasn't oh. close with her, but when yeah. at, at the end when she was dying, I became very mm-hmm. close. I I had to step up, and mm-hmm. that's yeah. I I wanted to honor her somehow.
0: Yeah, nice, nicely put. And the you know this this art form of just like yeah, it really is capturing. Um, these moments in your life hey, eh? sure. it seems like that's really nice man it's nice to hear um how, how have you kind of evolved or matured as an artist over the years then kurt has it been like that sounds like a real that's in that's in you did that record in 2017 hey yeah not that long ago not that long ago
2: well i've done i've done two since. uh one mm-hmm. i just recently finished but just hesitant mm-hmm. The the other one is I, I I don't want to release until,
0: yeah somebody until goes away. Nice. Yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> uh, it's about Trudeau and with Justin, it's oh. about pure, uh, Justin Trudeau's dad. Okay. And I always had in my head. I wanted to do a record about him and his okay his relationship with Barbara Streisand and with uh, oh. Leona Boyd.
0: Right, right, right. So we it, know about that, right? Yeah.
2: So, he, yes. but it just feels weird putting it out with Justin around. Yeah, like he kind of yeah. blew it for me. Uh, yeah, yeah. and then i've got yeah. one a new one now that will probably come out first and it's a uh, it's about uh kind That's of fun. my relationship to the toronto music scene as a kid and
0: oh shit man
2: starting with like blues which i was really into this band mainline you know mendelson joe's band mainline
0: sure mendelson you, joe's episode it, joe right joe's uh look behind me there that's his guitar oh far out right right there with yeah. my 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 thumb that's his <laughs> guitar the painted one nice yeah um and so mainline okay so go well, on i was yeah. a
2: huge mainline fan and
0: yeah right and all their
2: records and, like i just was and uh yeah. he recorded some stuff at my place once on another i was producing an album and he came in and, okay. and recorded so and wow. he was always yeah. like you know uh yeah he was mendelson joe right anyway yeah yeah
0: yeah, the, he's dear to my heart, man. Oh, right dear on. Yeah,
2: yeah. Yeah. There's this I've got a song about him on this album.
0: Oh, wow. Wow.
2: <laughs> but it's kind of wow. it sort of takes a piss out of him, you know.
0: Great, fine.
2: <laughs> well, when yeah. I first met him, I was so like we were doing mm-hmm. this some video thing on Queen Street, like sort of an anti-free mm-hmm. trade deal thing, and mm-hmm. lots of you know Molly Johnson, a whole pile of people were on it. Yeah. And, and then there's like Joe, and I said, like, Oh Joe, man, I could i'm a huge fan of mainline i just i had all your records and he just looked yeah. at me and said you're living in the past and walked away oh, shit and i just thought you fucker like yeah yeah that was that was yeah. such a lesson to be like be gracious when anyone yeah. says anything nice to you <laughs> yeah
0: yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, yeah. Him, yeah.
2: Right? And, that's him right
1: he's a acerbic
0: that's him that's him he he joe is uh beats to his own drum right yeah he's uh He's not in it to make necessary. I I don't know. I, well, I was going to say he's not in it to make friends, but he certainly is a loving soul. It's just uh, that's Joe, though. That's his yeah. personality, right? Like I, I could definitely hear him saying that. You're living in the past, you know. So is that what the song's called? You're living in the past. Oh,
2: uh, no, what's the, uh, it's, uh, it's, I forget what's called offhand. Is it? A shade, yeah. of, a shade of blue blues, I
0: think. Oh, great, great. Uh, that's fun, though. I like the way... So when you attack an album, you're doing it from like a kind of a thematic, like a like a concept or something, like a, yeah. obviously. Well, that, that's that, how you go, eh?
2: Yeah. I mean, I always vow never to do another one, but um, mm. that's been what I've been doing for quite a while. Mm-hmm. And it's. I think it's because I wrote, you know, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of songs and then started doing soundtrack where you'd have to be thematic, yeah. and I okay. love that. I love okay. that challenge of trying to sustain Same. Yeah. a musical yeah. idea. And yeah, so that's what I've been doing. But every time yeah. I do want I go, "This is the last concept yeah. and, and,
0: and 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 you don't stop. Like I mean, the Trudeau thing to me also seems really fascinating because you're you're talking, and and, and and I mean, even even um, Vostok Six because I had no idea, like sometimes I think we should just listen to the music and not hear the backstory. But then sometimes I really want to hear what the backstory is because it it does, it does inevitably make it more special to me. I understand it in a, in a deeper way. Like if I know where you were at, like I had no idea of Valentina because I was obsessed with, I guess, uh, what the rest of the world was distracted by. Right. Like you don't hear those little, little stories that are on the sidebars of a newspaper. Right. It's, right. It's, and then, and then uh, that, that it relates to your own life in a, in a love story, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that's great. That's well, great.
2: I think that, you know, I was so uh, inspired by uh, singer-songwriters like Joan Mitchell. Yeah. And uh, you know, yeah. like yeah. she yeah. was, Always talking about her life, and I, I, I thought that was really uh, in, significant, and I was inspired mm-hmm. by that. You know, so uh,
1: uh-huh.
2: uh, when I write a song, it, it might be about something else. You know, like I did an mm-hmm. album of Tom Thompson, but it's really about it. Mm-hmm. i mm-hmm. think of it as an wow. overlay of looking at his life and his work, and and projecting my own life on it, and like sort of a, mm-hmm. like you know in these two transparencies, you're looking through. Two things at the same time,
1: yeah. Nice, and to nice,
2: me, do, it nice. doesn't it doesn't matter if it, if if people know that or pick up on right. it.
0: It's right, right.
2: You don't you right. don't want to tell people what to think of a piece of art, yeah. you know, it's open to interpretation. Yeah.
0: Um, what a what a joy it is to to try to crack into your head a little <laughs> bit. I still feel like I I've barely scratched the surface because you you seem like you're chock full of stories and and connections like who are some of the i mean your your dad photographed with paul mccartney is just one example of like what the fuck every time i talk to you it seems like like you'll tell a story or i'll stumble upon like holy shit like a lot of a lot of the cosmos just seems to overlap over your world eh? i don't know why but it's just it's you, you seem really like blessed with uh interesting experiences in mm. your life eh?
2: well yeah. uh, you know like but you know the, the vast majority of time is is alone in in front <laughs> of a, a, a jar of paint you know so yeah you know like i'm i've when i was doing a lot of of more commercial gigs like at much music i'd look around and there's a beehive of activity and everybody's mm. chatting and like bouncing off each other and i thought oh i'm i'm mm-hmm. I'm at home and it, like scoring film. There's no craft surfaces, There's, right. there's no right. s- crew. You're, you're the one yeah. person is just isolated. So that kind of that experience actually is the most dominant one for me.
0: What are, What are some of the things you scored? Like some of the notable TV uh, things or film that people would know? What What are some? Of well, the-
2: a lot of it is is uh, you know TV that. Is out there that's just, yeah, you know, people don't know. But I, I have done a few episodes oh, yeah. of The Nature of Things, which is an honorable thing. I, you know, I've always been a big fan of that show. Yeah, and yeah. The, um, so that's the always best. lovely. Um, one film that keeps on c- coming back, or a couple, one was the Ginger Snaps 2, which is a sequel of a horror film.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
2: I got this call to do that gang. Weird. The director said, yeah or the producer said, yeah, go nuts, but no guitar. And so it was like 90% oh. guitar what they did, right? It's just like getting getting the scariest sounds possible out of the guitar. And that's oh. actually on Bandcamp is my mm-hmm. biggest selling thing. It's like there's horror film fanatics out there and gothy types that love that, I asked. Bit, right? And I'm then the other I one the, the Falls, which was a, a documentary on Niagara Falls. Oh, sweet. By Kevin McMahon, who's, He does incredible Mm. documentaries, uh, Mm. continuing to this very day. He's always doing something amazing. Did one on the Borealis Forest just recently. Oh, wow. Wow. He's a very great director. And this was his first feature. He asked me to do it. I did a number of his his films.
0: Right on, right
2: on. Did media Um, television for City TV that ran for you. I did Marketplace one
1: year. (laughs)
0: <laughs> oh shit, shit, shit! Oh, that's great, man. Every I f- I feel like every one of those those experiences makes you stronger. You just you 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 know it a little better. Every every one of those, uh, whether I mean I mean I mean, and and lucrative, right? I I see oh, like that's that helps too, right? You know,
2: the only money ever made from music was. TV mm-hmm. and film music mm-hmm. because there's a the back end. And, you mm-hmm. know. There you go. Industry tactics. Yeah. <laughs> um, hey, if you want to hear that Ginger Snaps and,
0: and get into his back catalog, go to swinghammer.bandcamp.com to check out Kurt's work. Right um, the, what a beautiful name. Swinghammer. <laughs> I mean, you gotta love that. Oh, it was, you well, gotta love that.
2: It was a bit of a drag when I was a kid. I'd get mocked a lot, but then it it's it became cool at one point. And yeah. then, it, as an artist, it's actually been very handy because it's been memorable. Oh my God! People might not know what I do, but they go, oh, "I've heard that name before."
0: Oh, it's 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 uh, stoic, <laughs> right? Yeah. It's um, funny. let's let's go rifle round. Where, where where does it derive from? First off, before we go rifle round here, my, my
2: dad was born in Germany, came to Canada when he's okay. very young, and okay. uh, at, he people couldn't pronounce Schwinghammer like that. S C H W thing, right? Oh, okay. Which is
1: okay, okay.
2: So he allowed it to be become swing hammer. That's people started calling him that because they couldn't be bothered pronouncing swinghammer So wow. that's what's it wasn't on his birth certificate, but it's wow, on mine. Wow, wow.
0: <laughs> and you were you were you said earlier you were you were not too close with your dad. Eh? Not at all. Yeah. No. And you never had that chance to not. I don't want to pry, but you never had that chance to kind of.
1: Well,
2: I I tried because I, I yeah. it was such a uh, a difficult thing to. It really, you know, affected me a lot. And I yeah. at one point I, I thought, well, I gotta I gotta do some work, and I, I mm-hmm. went to a therapist who was super helpful mm-hmm. and uh, mm-hmm. said, you you know, you've got to you can't be a victim in this in this uh, dynamic and you've got yeah. to, and she gave me some steps and oh. towards the very end of his life, well, he wasn't sick or anything. He, he died sort of uh, suddenly. And, uh, oh. um, but I, I, had made a couple moves towards normalizing it and initiating a conversation. I thought, yeah. Oh wow, that's really amazing. And mm-hmm. the connection with that, that therapist was, I, you know, it was, it mm-hmm. was phenomenal. I was at, I, was, I went mm-hmm. to see Kevin Bright play at the uh, at Hughes room, mm-hmm. got home, you know, gigs are over there pretty early. I got get home mm-hmm. and there's a call from my mm-hmm. mom and said, oh, and I just knew immediately. Oh, your dad, oh, wow. your dad's dead. And oh, yeah. uh, that day I'd had a session with this therapist and she said, I want you to go wow. find something up, uh, in the woods or wherever you like to go hiking or walking and bury mm-hmm. it. She said that to me that afternoon,
1: Whoa.
2: and she's as a way to kind of yeah. She it was That's, wild because she's that kind is of into story. she's into a not hmm. like a, a shrink kind of uh, yeah. academic yeah. kind of thing. She's into right. A very right uh, spiritual, and she picked okay. up on something heavy. Oh,
0: shit. <laughs> did, she, did she ever? Yeah. Holy shit, man. That's heavy, eh? These moments that you'll remember for the rest of your life, right? Yeah. Like it's
2: But I'm not I'm not gonna write an album with my dad. That's... <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. I got yeah. one. No, well I appreciate you sharing that. You know, it's um yeah. Um, you know, it's uh we we all have these these kind of you know, these relationships, these stories, these uh these things that we carry as part of us, you know, and it's uh you know, and now you being a father, how has yep. that been? Uh yeah, how how does that all that play in you know, like well, into the way you go about it now, right?
2: Yeah, it, I mean, it wasn't really on my, my list of things to do, but mm. it's become the most significant thing in my life, really. And
0: wow, wow. I'm
2: you know so proud of of mm. what who my son is, and uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: mm-hmm.
2: you know he's it's, it's just utterly fascinating to to be a witness this soul you know, mature yeah. and, and be funny yeah. and and, yeah. and listen to music I don't really care for, but you know <laughs> <laughs> but he's you know yeah. he's a yeah. remarkable yeah. kid and uh yeah yeah, yeah. and it, it makes me astonished to think of of fathers who never can say they love their son or something. You know it's just right. like, how, how can it possibly be? But yeah hopefully it's uh if Don Kerr and I You know, Don has a couple kids, and we often talk about it. Oh, maybe this is a progression, or
0: you know, yeah, that's right. That's right. Those
2: that generation were, we're, they were, yeah, you know, wounded, wounded by what they inherited. Maybe we're moving
0: on. I I definitely, you know, that carries that carries through. That resonates. It's like, even you know, education, it's like any teacher that you've had that. even if they weren't a great teacher, they taught you something. They taught you what how not to teach, right? It's right, <laughs> and, and 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 I think that that you, you know you you probably say I love you a lot to your son, oh, right? Yeah, every day, because every day, every day, yeah. every day, right? It's a uh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's it's as uh, as much of a law as it was to you shall never write a song in this studio at OCA, right? <laughs> which I also love. Good. <laughs> Well, let's let's uh, thank you for your time and and for opening up and oh, and, and sharing all that you have. Um, let's go rifle around a little bit though before okay. we 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 play this last tune, Palestine. Um, what if you're getting into this world now of music of of creative arts, I should say, as well as as uh, you know visual arts equally? What might you recommend to a listener who's who's trying to get into it? Who's who might be struggling, you know, anyone with with imposter syndrome or any of that nonsense that's fucking that week that we carry, right? Like what do you, what would you carry in from your what would you share with them from your experience um given the tools that you've honed over the years?
2: Right. Well, I mean, I I always felt like I benefited a lot from doing things um with the spirit of, hey, I just want to do it. I want to participate mm-hmm. and uh, do stuff for free. It's not about money always, you know, like uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a lot easier to do stuff for free when you're younger. If you don't, you know, have bills and things, but that can be, that can lead to so many good things. If, if you're, if the intent yeah. is there or to, to do good work and, yeah. and uh, to contribute, you know. Mm-hmm. So the, mm-hmm. as a younger artist on Queen Street, uh, doing stuff for CKLN and uh, things like that, that was just like, uh, that paid off so much. It, it was so rewarding. And, and people did come to me and say, oh, I, I want some of that, you know. We're working mm-hmm. for the Shuffling's, uh So, so participating in, in the community, I think, mm-hmm. is, can be really, really helpful. It can be super tough to crack. But yeah, I think you f- yeah. if you can find a very organic, natural way to do that, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh,
0: I like that word community. You know, yeah. it's, it's it's finding your people. It's finding your like-minded, uh, or maybe maybe even not like-minded, but just uh, people that you can converse and and grow grow old with. You know yeah. how important is that, right? For
2: sure. And like you know, I I uh, was also completely open to trying everything you know and
0: yeah i when, see that
2: when opportunities came up and i thought yeah i can i can make a uh, hand paint your costume sure you know or i can do this like and you, you yeah. don't know what you're doing but that, that, that's yeah kind of seems like all the time it's like that you never really know what you're doing
0: have or, you ever quote unquote failed like like fell flat. Even if it's like okay, hey, listen, I can't read here uh, or yeah. whatever the fuck. You, it seems like you've gotten through it.
2: Yeah, I, d- I did get uh, fired from an animation gig. I uh, so far over my head. I,
0: yeah, yeah. They
2: were expecting me to do something, and I thought, oh yeah, I can do that. And yeah. I realized now that's this is like high end cool. TV production world, and I got fired. Yeah. yeah. But that um,
0: you, you learn, know. you learned a lot. I bet.
2: Yeah, yeah. it was like. I, yep. I was never interested in having a full time job. I've never had a full time job. I've mm-hmm. been mm-hmm. having had a, but my last part time job was like busting at the Cameron and delivering now magazines, you know? And those, yeah. you know, the, every other person that had that gig was a musician, that seemed, at the time yep. or a visual artist. Yeah.
0: Yeah. 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 But yeah,
2: it's, yeah I think like John, um, Kevin Bright once told me something that I've always remembered. He said, always find something you love in music. And I, I took that to mean, like, when he does, like, a zillion sessions, maybe they're not all his alley, but you find what it is that you do love to make mm. sure that you're not being cynical and fucking mm. around with something that's sacred, you know?
0: Right.
2: You can't take right. it for granted that you know how to play and you're, you, you know, mm. you, you've got to approach things with the intent that you're going to give it your best. And yeah. I've always kept that in my heart. With what Kevin said, for sure.
0: Yeah, that's nice. Oh man, thank you, thank you. Oh, uh, anything, anything, anything. I forgot to ask you.
2: Oh man, we'll we'll have to do it again sometime. <laughs>
0: that's the spirit. That's the spirit. We'll leave it open. Always an open door. Uh, thank you so much. Let's 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 set up our last tune here, Palestine, Texas. Yeah, this was what's this, going on here. This
2: was an orphan track that I, uh-huh. I did at um, James's studio a long time ago with my band. Oh, wow. Yeah, at the Rogue. Yeah. And uh, it never saw the light of day. It never was, it never, didn't have enough companions to make a record. And uh, But it's just an odd little country tune. Oh, that's tune. fun.
0: It, uh, yeah, total country tune. It's really great. It's Mark
2: Ash on drums, Mario LaFoy on bass, David Matheson on piano, and I'm doing all the yeah. all the guitars and singing.
0: Yeah. <laughs> thanks, Kurt. It's so great to catch up with you.
2: Yeah. We'll, we'll come over for, we, you know, we're going to have start having parties again. You're going to be on the list. We'll you.
0: I look forward to that. Right I look forward to that. <laughs> Take care of yourself. Okay. Thanks, Rich.
1: Fallen on my lawn And all the handy camps Have come and gone The saddest shooting star To wish upon If mine comes true There'll be some making up to do over oh, the Palestine, there's a sign. Palestine, Texas. Tonight we'll watch the stars of myth and lore. Step on this from the dance floor The consolation prize of love is war Do-si-do Swing your partner even though There's a sign Palestine, 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 Texas A shooting star to wish upon. If mine comes true, there'll be some making up to do. There's a
0: Thanks again, Kurt Swinghammer. You just heard Palestine, Texas, and uh, that was produced at James Paul's studio. I guess that being said, why don't you go back and pair this episode with episode 73, James Paul. Get into it. Connect the dots. I think we also mentioned episode 65 with John Oswald. And I might end with a little serving of episode 9, Mendelssohn Joe. Dig into the, uh, to the great history of uh interesting musicians in the greater toronto area not that we're bound to the gta we love the 905 don't we yeah anyway go to friendlyrich.com for all the back episodes and information on on what i'm up to lots of fun stuff coming up we're going to be pairing up with the markham jazz festival The up upco- some upcoming episodes leading up to the jazz festival in uh, in August so you could you could look out for that and we'll see you again a week in you know, a week on Monday uh, for the next episode of Industry Tactics thanks for all your support